I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And you're listening to Guys With Issues. Super epic music. Today, time. we're going to be talking about Emerald Twilight, which is a three comic story arc from Green Lantern. It's like issues 48, 49, 50 of a run back in the 90s. Started the Kyle Rayner saga. So, uh, but before that, does anybody have anything they want to talk about? Anything? Anybody got anything? I went to the movies with my wife. I had a date. And we went. Wow. Yeah, I know. It doesn't happen very often. Um, well, it's because you have children. It's true. And I have a podcast that I have to work on. And my wife has things going on. And it's usually easier if one of us stays with the kids. The other person goes and does something. Um, and I have to go do this every other week. So I kind of take this for granted as being my time out. <laughs> that works. But uh, my wife wanted to have a date where... It was more my choice stuff. She was like, I don't want to pick. I want you to, let's do things you want. And she tried to find some different things, but we ended up going to the movies and she gave me some choices. And based on the choices, I went ahead and picked the new Transformers, Rise of the Beasts oh, wow. or whatever, which probably is surprising because very few people would assume that is a movie worth watching in theaters. But I'm going to tell you what, it was fun. It was a fun movie. That's good. Uh, I chose it instead of Indiana Jones because she wanted to see Indiana Jones more than me, but she didn't want to see it then. And That's kind of weird, but whatever. Well, she didn't. She knew I wasn't that pumped for it because the problem is, if I go see Indiana Jones, I'm going to be more critical, right? Like I'm going to be watching it with an eye of it's hard to just sit back and enjoy this. I'm going to be nitpicking because of my love of Indiana Jones from my childhood or whatever. And I thought, I don't want a movie where I'm going to care about anything. And if we watch Transformers, it could be pretty bad. And I probably won't care as long as it's still fun. Mm -hmm. And it had some bad parts. But I wouldn't say it's anywhere near the worst Transformer as the seventh movie in a, in a franchise. Um, I would say it's definitely either third or fourth. I haven't seen Bumblebee. Bumblebee, I've heard, is very good. I'm sure it would be better than this. But I would say of the, all the ones I've seen, it would be like third, maybe, uh, as far as how good it well, was. I know our uh, theater friend guy was also talking about it and uh, excited to see it. Yeah, and as somebody who did watch a little bit of Beast Wars when I was young, I liked getting to see those characters and having like that fun just checking out characters from different parts of Transformers. And when you go watch, like, when you go watch Transformers, you go watching it for that big old robot fighting action. And it had plenty of that oh, big yeah. old robot fighting action. And it also had a tie. Spoilers. Nobody's going to care. Has a tie to G.I. Joe. And really? I literally uh, didn't yeah, know they were in the same universe. They are. They're owned by, they're both owned by Hasbro and they're both published uh, by the IDW. Um, I mean, so is Wizards of the Coast. Yes. So, Correct. Wizards so. of the Coast and Transformers. But in, I'm in. Dude. <laughs> Transformers and Dungeons and Dragons. Dude, Thank you. They already have, Hasbro has made transforming D20s 
already. I saw those. So it, yeah. it's already a thing. But uh, anyway, Transformers and G.I. Joe have had some comic book crossover and things like that. But at the end of the movie, the main character uh, gets a job proposal. A guy pitches him a job and he's like i don't know and he goes well here's my card and he flips it and it's gi joe and i was so like you think there's what? gonna be a new gi joe movie coming out i hope so and i, I hope it... that it ends up crossing over because that would be awesome yeah i'd be down with that man with that. uh we also ate at the indian restaurant biryani kitchen sure. that you had at your one book club meeting right. where you said it was super good it was and then I suggested it to a friend who took his wife there based on Pat's recommendation. Dang. And he said it was super good. So I finally got to go. And guess what? It's super good. It is. It wow, is so really on our, good. On our personal rating scale, is, is it, it good? Good, 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 good? Or good, good, good? As far as Indian food that I've had, it's good, good, good. Oh, wow. It is, dude. I had. Triple G's. It good. is very good. They have excellent curry there. They do. Like, really. If you like curry mm-hmm. and you live in the Warsaw area, go eat at Biryani Kitchen. It is so good. There's a lot of good places in that area. Though. Yeah, there it's are a lot of good a, places. But that's a good Indian place. You can't sling a stick. And not hit not a hit good restaurant. A good restaurant. No, it's true. Or a person. A good person? Yeah. Warsaw's I mean, full of good people. Or you a, heard it here a, first. A person. Hey, you also, good person, that is the same town that has a really great comic shop, Jim's Comics. So if you're in the area, if you're in the area, visit. go to Jim's, buy some comics. Or some board games. Tell him guys with issues sent you and he'd just shake his head probably. <laughs> have you, you have told board Nick, games too? I, I imagine you've told Nick about the podcast. Yeah, I sent it to him. Oh, okay. Did he listen? I don't, th- I don't know if he has yet. Oh, he has, yeah. I don't know if he has yet. We have one review up on Apple Podcasts. Do we really? Yeah, it's five stars by somebody. Oh, we have a five star. <laughs> so I have no idea who they are. Hopefully, it's even... still that by now. <laughs> I have no idea. Fourteen episodes, fourteen issues later. Let's hope it's still there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's, it, that's exciting. Yeah. So, what about either of you? That was my. I saw Transformers. Had an awesome date with a wonderful lady. Shout out to a wonderful lady. I feel your bias. Specifically, but... my wife. <laughs> so I went and saw the Indiana Jones movie. And you liked it. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. But yeah. as Chris noted, we watch movies differently. <laughs> I sit down to watch a movie and I watch it to enjoy it. I mean, it takes a lot for a movie to make me go, okay, this is crap. I'm going to leave. You'd probably like Transformers. I would probably like Transformers. <laughs> I really would. I mean, there's just happened. one really dumb part, but there's also one really clever part. But so overall, though, Indiana Jones, good? I enjoyed it immensely. Mm. Yep, see, cool. because you say that, I want to see it now. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so you think if you had more of a film background, you'd be a bit more critical? Because Chris has more experience in like writing and... Um, taking like film classes, I think, or whatever took, it was. I took one. I'm so I think knowledge kind of no. Like hmm. you could still turn that down. Like I can still turn that because I do that with IT stuff all the time. Like if you want to be like, I want to engage with this, I'm going to overlook some things. Right. I mean, I guess you could do that in movies because some movies do have like techie stuff happening, and you could listen I, to it and be like, that is right BS. I could do that, and I know enough about science that I can do that a lot with movies that have quote-unquote science in it <laughs> yeah but i like kind of turn that part off of 
to be I can turn it down usually. Like I can enjoy movies that are not great movies. I like most of the Fast and Furious movies. I know that they're not for everybody, but I have fun watching them. Sure. There are a couple of them that I don't like, but I can manage to enjoy movies that aren't. I mean, we all enjoy different things, and it comes down to opinions and stuff, right? I thought The Flash was good. I know some people, well, I thought The Flash was like decent. We talked decent. about it, right? Yeah. I should. <laughs> good is good seems a little high for some it of that really, movie. Yeah, it does. Um, some of the movie was really good, though. Sure. Some of it was. Um, but again, there might be people who would try watching that and just be like, I was trash. And that's okay. It's just, it's whatever you want to enjoy. It's that's what media is for. Yes. Now, there you can be critical of things if you understand structure and, and like production and all of things like that. But guess what? If you're somebody who has to be critical about those things, you shouldn't watch dumb movies anyway. And most of the movies that we get, unless you're going to like art film stuff, are kind of dumb. And that's okay. It's that's okay. okay. What about you, Will? So we got two movie watchers. You watch a movie lately? <laughs> Have I watched a movie lately? Uh, You're not a big movie watcher. No. Unless I'm with friends or right. someone's like. I'm not going like, to go to the theater by myself. I have done that. I've I done can it. see that. But I, I, I'm just, I, I don't like movies enough to do that. Yeah. I like yeah. food enough to go to a restaurant by myself. I do oh. not like movies well enough to go to a movie theater by myself. Hmm. So what have you been up to, boy? Uh, you know, working on the podcast, I did get some feedback that people think we should incorporate food somehow. I've had a couple people say it to me. Really? Yeah. And so I've been thinking about it this week. <laughs> Why? We're going to make a recipe a, book. It's a book club and everyone's like, yeah, I've been in a book club. We always get together and eat. There's always food. Well, listener, whatever you want to eat while listening to this podcast. So I was kind of going to put that out there. You like, eat if you w- with us. You eat for us. You eat for if, us. If you want to see food incorporated in this podcast in some, like, obviously we're not going to eat while we record because then you just hear the whole time. So, but uh, I did have a couple ideas. like um, How to incorporate food? Yeah. But in Without like uh, actual food? Like social media. Social so media I've seen, food? I've seen some... Well, you're in uh, charge of shorts. the socials. You are. I've seen some shorts on Instagram and YouTube where people just... They'll cook something and take clips of them, like, chopping up all the vegetables or the meat and then it cooking. And at the end, yeah. they eat. It's, like, real short. Like, I mean, we could try something like that. We could, you know, expand our social media out to Pinterest because I think that's considered uh, social media. And just have like a list of recipes we think looks good, or maybe I'll just post we could random theme recipes with superheroes. That's what I was thinking. So eventually, we're gonna release our shepherd's pie for Constantine cookbook, uh, <laughs> or maybe just yeah, you the know, guys with issues, the guys cookbook. with issues, cookbook. guys with issues cookbook. Post about we could do that. Uh, we all cook a lot. Yeah, we could post recipes online of things that we like that are thematic to superheroes yeah. or. If we, at one point in time, want to get in touch with the restaurants in our area and try them and be like, this is what we ate before we recorded, take a picture and post it, and like, oh, go support local restaurants, blah, 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 blah. Or after we recorded. Or after, <laughs> you know. Post it the next time. This is our food <laughs> related to the podcast. I don't know. Something to the, think about, though. Yeah. Something yeah. to think about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, on part of that social media thing, I've been learning how to actually manage it per a podcast because it's different 
managing social media from you know you know as a a individual versus a business and one thing they want to they say when you're doing a podcast is just on the episode ask where are you like which ones do you use because it's not worth posting on facebook if all of your followers are on you know twitter or instagram or one of the other ones because you're not you're basically wasting time and energy posting on a site where nobody is nobody's looking at it so let us know what social medias you use most yeah that's yeah. something contact us at longbox at guyswithissues.com and let us know yeah you can also let us know what you're eating while you're listening to us yeah, yeah. what do you there's there's your question to answer in your next email what do you like to listen to what what do you like <laughs> to eat while you're listening to guys with issues to get your full comic book book club experience. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, I know I was eating uh, yesterday while I was editing. I was eating the blue extreme hot Takis. You ever have oh, yeah. those? Yeah, those I've are delicious. Those. those are pretty good. And, I, and they turn your fingers blue. So what I did was I rolled the bag way down. And then I would take it and I would only use certain my two fingers and I would eat it while I was editing. And if I had to use my keyboard, I used the other <laughs> fingers. And then I and I did have a napkin nearby just in case. You should have used chopsticks. <gasps> That's a good idea. Wow, Pat. Chopsticks with Takis. Keeps my fingers on blue. <gasps> Unblue your fingers. You know my Unblue your fingers. We're gonna sell chopsticks. <laughs> with Guys with slogan. issues logo. Yeah. <laughs> under the slogan, unblue <laughs> your fingers. <laughs> yeah, Taki sticks. There you go. Taki my, uh, there's a marketing for you. Sell those next to your bags. There you go. Yeah. Funny story about Takis. My uh <laughs> little niece loves them. She's sure. uh two. My niece two or three also now. loves them, but she's a little older. I'm and, I'm also a niece. That must be why I love them. Is that no, your name's Chris. Oh, no, a niece. A niece. I thought I got confused. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I have a niece. Sorry. I have a niece. Does she love Takis as well? I should ask her. You should. Uh, anyway. She's like uh, Will's age, though, so I don't know that's if it weird. counts. But, uh, why is that weird? I don't know. Because <laughs> yours Cause Chris, is too. Like, Chris and I are. There's a little bit of an age difference between us, but thinking that Chris has a niece just as old as I am, like I forget you have an older sister that's like way older. Yeah. But uh but uh yeah, one point in time, <laughs> my mom and sister <laughs> took my niece to her gymnastics class. Uh-huh. And they took a a break and my niece got into my sister's purse and pulled out like $5 and ran to the vending machine and was trying to get Takis. <laughs> my sister, this is a 2-year-old? Yeah. That she's, is amazing. Wow. Yeah. She's, so she's clearly seen people take money out of purses and oh, buy yeah. Takis before. Yeah. She knew where the Takis were. She knew where the money was. And she's just like, listen, trying to figure it out. I know like, where your money is. And I know where the Takis are. Hand it over. <laughs> Get me Takis. Crazy thing is, that's exactly how his niece sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she's intimidating. You should see her at Get her, at her class when she's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, she's a fun kid. Great. All of the voices we do on this podcast are highly accurate to the characters. Yes. Highly accurate. Uh, anyway, especially yeah. Batman. Do you like Takis? Do you like them? Yeah, they're they're some of I, the blue ones are all right. They're probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. But 
I have you tried? They have new ones. They have sweet chili. Yeah, those are good. Have you tried those? The bag's really cool because there's a neon dragon on it. <laughs> I have not tried those yet. They also have a nacho cheese, and those are okay. Mm-hmm. The problem is the flavor is so mild, such a mild cheese flavor, that I think it. I think it needs more boldness. Their other flavors are tangy and kind of like in your face. But the the cheese is cheese is mild for them. So you need to pair it with like Cheetos, like a trail mix, like a Takis trail mix. Takis trail mix. Uh, no, what if you just took all cheese snacks and made a mix? I think they've already see done what that. It's done. No, only like the and, one brand. No, but what if you what if you did that? What if you took like nacho Takis and like Cheetos and Cheez Its? and sun chips and like ruffles and you did this whole thing and it's just all cheese stuff another recipe for a cookbook <laughs> there you go cheese cheese it'd just be called like cheese tastic like our yeah. jokes like our jokes <laughs> man woman well, i haven't i haven't told a joke in a while have i i mean I, other than the ones i come up with on the fly like the one i told in issue the zero my my mom listened yeah. to epi- uh, issue zero, yeah. right? And she loved that joke. And at her work, there's this guy that's fairly religious. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christian, the Christian Bale and joke. So she told him, like, <laughs> oh, if you're into comics, my son's on a comic book podcast. He's like, oh, I wasn't really into him as a kid. And then she, like, she says, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they yeah. have this they have this joke on there. I got to tell you, uh, you know. And then she tells me, oh, sure. Oh, but he's called Batman. He doesn't go to church on Sunday. Christian Bale. <laughs> did he like the joke? Oh, he thought it was hilarious. For a second, I did, you looked like you weren't going to tell us what he thought. Yeah, I wasn't. Yes, I yes. wasn't sure. Uh, but yeah. I also wasn't into comic books as a kid. No? Well, I never owned one. <laughs> that's why I'm well, here. that's why you're Remember? here. This is li- yeah. That's literally the whole point. That's, that's point. exactly why we're all mm-hmm. here. Well, not me. I'm here to... To like poorly Sherpa us. <laughs> a Sherpa that's like, listen, the path to the mountain is there, but we're going to take all these rabbit trails. <laughs> we will. The, the world's worst Sherpa. <laughs> Greatest scenic tour guide. Though. There you go. Just have the wrong business card. Oh, man. Business cards. That's something I need. Business cards. I have business yeah. cards. That doesn't surprise me. Never given. No, I think I've given one out in the 14 years I've worked where I work. Wow. Do you have business cards now, Will? Uh, I used to. When I did my so carpentry stuff, I'd give them oh, out to people. Well, I meant for your new job, but new job? it makes sense no. that you did for the carpentry one. No. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. To be that honest, not yet. I don't even know where my business cards are. That's because I took them all. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I took them. I keep them and just hand them out to anybody I think might find you interesting, just which means everybody. Oh. That's high uh, praise. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I will praise you highly. Or is that highly doubtful? I, I don't know. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. So, Will. Synapsis Will. Synapsis. You, sna- you synopsising our synapses? Yes. Okay. I will. So we did. We read Green Synops. Lantern. No, Synopsis. No. Will. Well, yeah. No, you uh, are Will. Green. The you Disruptor. 
As I, I couldn't remember what my villain name was. The, disruptor. I wanted to, the disruptor. I wanted to change it on Discord to my villain name, but I couldn't remember if it was the distractor. Like <laughs> the distractor works too. That does work too, but it is the disruptor. You so were I way just, worse last time I, though. You were like four beers in though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. My synapsis for this. Your synopsis. Synapsis. <laughs> Uh, His synapses are giving us a synopsis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Synapses? So, is that how you? Whatever. Don't know. Go for synapses it. is. <laughs> That's what I said first. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hal Jordan, by all accounts, he was the best of the Green Lantern Corps. However, when he returns home, the only thing waiting for him are ash and regret. Everyone and everything he once cherished is gone. Driven mad, Hal sets off for the Green Lantern homeworld to obtain vast power so that he might recreate all he has lost, even if it means the destructions of the protectors of the universe. Boom, boom, boom. Even if it means everything will have a green tint. Yeah, when he tries Just to remake slightly. the city. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, all he finds is a hole, because that's what it says. All, right. all he finds is a hole in the a ground. hole in the ground. And the green grass grew all around. <laughs> But tired of the, no, the green. I suggested that we read this because the comic that I wanted us to read, which was called Emerald Dawn, was not available on anything. And the trades that used to have it are like out of print. And I was just like, geez, it is going to be a pain to try to get this read. So I suggested we re- read this because it's a good tie in to the eventual story we're going to read. Because uh, eventually we've already said we'd be interested in going through the big green lantern saga yeah and this plays heavily into that so that's why that's why i went ahead and said we should do this one but uh yeah so a little background to before before we talk about the actual story what led up to this was uh something that a lot of people talk about how hal jordan had had his mind kind of weared worn down and he was just running kind of thin by the time he got to this point anyway and it reminded me of nightfall like when i like hearing that that's what drove hal into this point like this was his breaking point you know the breaking point of nightfall was batman's back right and that was the literal point of fracture the literal point But um, but he had gone through that gauntlet, that crucible that wore him down. And so um, some of that is where what took place. It wasn't to the extreme that Nightfall was. But Hal Jordan had also experienced a lot of things that were um, kind of wearing on him over time. Mm-hmm. That's where well, we throughout the up. comic, they kind of hint that he was a pretty busy guy because everybody he ended up fighting. He either was mentored by or recruited. Right. Yeah, and, and so like he's he's been all around. He gets around. He gets yeah. around. around get um, did either of you bother to look up why the hole was in the ground? The, I was going to say city. I remember us. I vaguely this was years ago. We oh. talked about this story on like a trip home from uh, our friend's house in Goshen. Oh, uh, on, like okay. a board game day. And uh, I thought you said that Superman had fought someone 
and it accidentally destroyed that city or something along those lines. I was going to bring it up on the podcast, so I didn't look it up because I knew you knew. So basically the the big Superman arc that where super, has the death of Superman is what kind of begins it where mm-hmm. Clark is killed by Doomsday. Um, it leads into this thing called the reign of the Superman and uh, the return uh, of Superman. And so one of the the plot points of the reign of Superman is there's this guy named Hank Henshaw and he is cyborg Superman. He is, he is like partial machine. So he's like uh, Mecha Godzilla. Sure. Not as cool, but, but not all machine. Oh, okay. (laughs) Cyborg, not robot. Sorry. Um, but he's, you know, I when he first shows up, he's not outwardly a bad guy. He ends up being a major villain. Um, and he is a villain later in the Green Lantern run that eventually we'll read. Um, but he, there's another character named Mongol who's also in several different Green Lanterns. He's one of the first villains that Kyle Rayner is Green Lantern. If you continue on from what we read, uh, he's one of the first villains that shows up in that series and then in the beginning in the beginning of the next series so mongol basically attacks this one superman super like there's like a turning point where uh cyborg superman reveals himself to be a villain and he attacks another one of the supermen and mongol detonates all of these bombs that just level coast city Um, oh wow and that is that is what happens to Hal Jordan's hometown. Just gets nuked by an alien named Mongol. I was gonna make a solar powered joke, but <laughs> I feel like it'd be in bad taste. Well, I've never tasted solar power, but because you know, cyborg Superman, <laughs> and he's solar solar powered, powered nah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, he goes though, up into space and just the big paddles come out of his back. And right. He's going to sit there for a little while. <laughs> there, I almost, I actually found the comic where it happened from the reign of Superman. And I almost threw it into our read list just to be like, hey, if you want to see when it happens, this is what it is. I kind of want, I was hoping they would actually mention it. Like he would find out what happened in our reading, but it didn't quite happen. Yeah, I will, I will link that to you guys. Okay. So anyway. What'd you guys think? Because I know it was like you don't you don't know a lot about Green Lantern, and this was an interesting story to start with, <laughs> and it isn't the one I wanted to start with. But what'd you think? What'd you think? I mean, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I I want to read more about it. I want to see what happens. But when he was going through all of his opponents. I was thinking to myself, I don't know who these people are. I don't know how powerful they are. I don't know anything about this. So while these fights are interesting, I feel like I would get more out of it. Yeah, you had no emotional weight behind no it. No emotional weight yeah. behind it. Yeah. And I, I feel mean, like there was a little bit added when he there they had said, Oh, I'm your friend, I was your mentor. Well, sure. You a little you, bit. You brought me into the Green Lanterns and now you're fighting all of us. WTF <laughs> That was a direct quote. WTF. You brought me yeah. in, WTF. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I understood the implications as to what he was doing, but I feel like yeah. it would have had more emotional weight had I known those characters better. But had you overall, ever wa- sorry. I, I enjoyed it. I 
You ever watch the Ryan Reynolds movie that's supposed to be bad? Uh-huh. I've seen that. So you at least had seen wow. some a couple of the characters. Like you knew who Sinestro was or like I've I read the name and I was like, Oh yeah. And that was about that was about it. That's all I remember. <laughs> Did you remember the Guardians? Like the little blue guys. I remember from the, the little movie blue guys. Movie. Yeah. But the Oompa not Loompas. much. I mean, like I saw him, I was like, Yes, that image is familiar to me and that yeah. was about it. Well, so my original plan was to have you guys watch this special feature on the Blu-ray to that movie because it's the reason that I read Green Lantern. It's actually what got me into it. it wasn't the movie, but the special feature that was like a 20-minute history of Green Lantern. Oh. I watched it and I went, this is super interesting. And then I went to the comic shop and I started on the journey of Green Lantern. And I wanted you guys to uh, watch that before you read this. And I couldn't find my Blu-ray anywhere. And I was I was like, that's okay. I'll just link, like, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It is not on YouTube. Couldn't find it anywhere. Well, The only thing that I think has it is if you buy the extended version of the movie on the Microsoft Store. What? <laughs> it's got the special features. The extended version of the movie with the special features on Amazon, not available for purchase. That's crazy. HBO Max, or now just Max does not have the uh does not have the bonus stuff stuff either so i was like i just want to show them this 20 minute feature and i can't find it anywhere and i don't know who i let borrow my movie so i i didn't have it was will uh no (laughs) for a second he was like was it (laughs) but but then you would have had some of the background yeah for that that would have been better yeah that's what i wanted to do i mean I, i understood that it was supposed to be a whole like i can't believe green lantern's doing this but you just didn't have any weight because i don't really have anything the only reason that i think to myself green lantern shouldn't be doing this is because i know he's a superhero that was it you were supposed to be the chosen one right (laughs) which is kind of how i felt like with nightfall and asriel because he wasn't actually being batman Oh, Hmm. that was, you were supposed to be the chosen one. You weren't supposed to be doing this. You are supposed to be Batman. What are you doing? He's too busy whining. Well, I mean, as the villain of this podcast, I can say I I thoroughly enjoy watching superheroes destroy each other. Oh, (laughs) so Civil War, all for you. It, I mean, it's kind of a buzzkill, but. Kind of a buzzkill. It makes makes the lives of the villains so much easier when they do the work for us. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> i've never looked at it that way yeah. i must not be very villainous <laughs> you're not a slytherin <laughs> that is a very slytherin thing well we'll just let them destroy each other because it's less work for us <laughs> yeah we can focus on our own ambition because that's the whole slytherin way yeah i thought it was cool i, I liked all the action scenes with the fighting mm-hmm. um kind of in the same as pat i kind of had to isolate it though i'm like okay i don't know what happened before this I'm not reading what's going on after this yet. Um, so I just kind of have to take it for what it is. Yeah, I, I I honestly don't think this is the greatest single little thing to jump in with if you have no background. But that's partially why I also picked it because I was like, I wonder what it'd be like to read it having no background, but knowing that this should be like a big thing. So, listener, we're sorry about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're following along oh, on For those of you books. who follow along, I did it to, to do it to Pat and Will to see how they would feel. So I'm sorry if, 
if it I mean, affected you. <laughs> we felt okay about this just because <laughs> we lack further continuation or mm -hmm. previous experience because we don't know how Hal was treated. Was there a lead up that made us think that the blue guys yeah. were evil? Yeah, like because how, I how, have no idea if how the blue did, guys are evil or not. Were, were they they're just, just apathetic and uh, they're just lame. They're just the rule yeah. keepers. But we didn't really get that nope. from the comic. So we didn't. Like, you did get that they're a little apathetic because they're well, like, yes, fine, I guess we have to do something. And then they all the, died except one of them. Ganthet. Yeah. yeah. So now is he the big apathetic guy? No, Ganthet is never the apathetic guy. Even in this, you sh you could see that he kind of like is the black sheep. Like was all he's constantly was that like, all of the short little blue guys? Yep. Okay. Yep. So he has to be the apathetic one. No, nope. because there's none left. <laughs> well, he disappeared too. So there's okay. So there's no apathy. So now the it's absence just of apathy. Hal Jordan all the way down. How, well, Parallax. Parallax flew away at the end. I don't remember this. Yeah, that's what he calls himself. Parallax. That's what he calls himself. It's no longer Hal Jordan. He goes by Parallax after that. Well, did they say that in the comic? No, he... no, they did not, in my opinion. There's a tablet right there if you really want to look it up. I don't need the tablet. Anyway. But uh, how cool, speaking of the ending, right before he flies off, how cool was it? his suit? I know, right? Oh, dude, I love his suit. That suit's full, amazing. There's this full-page panel. That's really the reason that they show. I would honestly want that as a poster in my office. There you go. Just like hanging on the wall. Because oh. the artwork to it is just, it, it's really cool. It's really well done. And they actually... It's the only panel I've seen so far, you know, after reading so many comics so far, where they actually have the artist's signature and stuff in the bottom corner. On, oh, they had the artist's signature on, yeah, on it, the actual page? On the actual page itself. Oh, it was I don't think in I the, saw that. In the bottom, bottom corner. So, obviously, so, if I... What? So, okay. Who was he talking to? Who? Like in the first... Oh, three or be... four pages. Like, hey. was he talking to the energy? Was he making this up well, from his own mind? Was he talking to himself? Was he, like, what happened there? Are you talking about you talking when about he those... starts remaking the yes. world? His parents, his father, his mother. Yeah, I think I... that was the... Pro... His go first ahead. girlfriend. You go ahead. So, I, I kind of like that part. Well, because I, understand. If... I mean, it was all right, but I just like, who, I like... what, what? Okay, so when he first summoned his mom and dad or conjured whatever it is, it was basically how he remembered him, how them, because right. his dad was like, oh, I was never proud of you, whatever, you've never really done anything. But then when he conjured the whole city, it transformed into like his fantasy because he found the girl. So just and, talking to himself. Yeah, he was talking to himself. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Thank you. I. It is a little bit weird. I think it was like a like a psychological uh, projection. Like yeah. it was like his thoughts. Like that is what he thought his dad would do. But I kind of wanted to research. I didn't know where to start or how even how to phrase this in like a Google question. But wonder what the psychology is behind that because he had to been going through something that is known in 
because you know you have the stages of grief and right. all that other there had to been some kind of motive behind how the artist and the writer depicted that because when he first met his dad the, in the simple uh, conjuring he was a and then when he did the full emerald city his dad was about to tell him oh you know i just want you to know i was always proud of you entirely different persona entirely different personality so it wasn't how he remembered him as a kid it's how he wanted him to be mm -hmm. so i'm like there has to be a really interesting psych uh, psychological element to like this part of the story that i just don't know <laughs> that i know has to exist out there somewhere at least you know in my head i think it sure has to exist well you do there. like the ideas of psychology and philosophy i do so as a villain you know that's your that's those are your machinations mm, the, yes the understanding of psyche Pat's okay giving yeah. me I a just, stare i was like i was like <laughs> is this like the green lantern power doing this i just wanted to, to so clarify. the green lantern's think, power is only limited by your will and your imagination. By so, Will's imagination. My oh. Will's imagination. <laughs> it is so, limitless. So our, our Green Lantern ability is only limited by our will. So we're pretty yeah. powerful because we have our will over here. <laughs> and uh and our imagination. So um and so part of the reason that I feel like it was bringing back the city and the city was alive was because he was willing it to be so, but it was like the idealized version throughout his life. Yeah. Okay. But in that case, then the power is the one he's talking to, not himself. The power's what's projecting. Yeah. Right. And so they it's animating it, but it's, people. but it's animated. Yes. So the power was projecting all of the people, but it's being animated from his intentions and will. So it so, would still be based around what he would think. Yeah, he's basically talking to himself, yes. He's pre the, I think the there's an autonomous level to the projections, but all projections are like ultimately controlled by Green Lanterns. So the I projection would, got the idea of the thing he wants from him but he's not necessarily controlling like what he wasn't saying. i would definitely he was say not he was not like like when it showed his childhood sweetheart or like young young adult sweetheart um right. take his hand i don't think that that was him willing it to do that i think it was the power of the ring interpreting his intentions and will and then and and enacting his desire for the moment. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. That's what I think it is. Almost more on like a subconscious level. This right? is I like think. a real conversation. <laughs> then, because I didn't know if it was just him being you know, like, I'm controlling all of these puppets. I don't think it was. No, 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 I don't think in that moment, which you do not see the ring get used like that, like ever, which is why he got shut down. Right. So well, then it ran out of juice. Well, that was for the, people who don't did know. Did it run out of juice, or did they it get did, shut down? It did start running out, but they can recharge the rings. That's what the oath is. You know, the whole yeah. in brightest day and blackest mm -hmm. night. You know, yeah. I won't do the whole thing right now. Do it. it really made me want to. Uh, um, but uh, I'm a big for Green every, Lantern. For everyone fan. to know, Chris is wearing the Green Lantern shirt. I so. had to wear my one Green Lantern shirt that I've had for years and years. 
to record this episode. <laughs> yes, he is being um, thematic today. I do have, uh, uh, like, the Justice League's trophy room lantern ring display. Um, yeah. Anyway, but um, now I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, we you were talking about recharging the ring. Okay, so they each have, like, a power battery. That's what they're called. They're, like, green lanterns, like an actual... Right. Green the, lantern. The, 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 the lantern. The, the wonderful movie that. Um, okay. <laughs> that is green. You know, there are people that name? like that. Like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, the Ryan Reynolds played. Um, there are parts of that movie that I like, but I would never say CGI, it's a good movie. Isn't it? That people hate or that no, I like. That you like the green CGI. Very suit. much. <laughs> they did some really interesting things, though, with lighting for that. They did. Um, like practical lighting on his suit, but it, it threw off the cameras was part of the reason I think they had problems. Anyway, anyway. let's not talk about that movie. So, <laughs> but I saw him recharge his the ring with scene, the lantern. I'm going to tell you right now, people can send all their hate mail to me, whatever. That movie's the reason I love Green Lantern, the, because it set my foot on the path, not that I love the movie. But... Well, it wasn't that movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> Mark Strong as Sinestro will pretty much never be topped. I cannot imagine somebody being a more spot on Sinestro than he was in that. So if, whatever reboot they do, if they brought him back, they would have the formula. He's so good. He's so good, but Sinestro's also like, one of my favorite villains of all time. There you go. Speaking of Sinestro, how, and I'm, this is just going to bleed over to like my favorite part. How cool is it? Because they started doing that little box thing for the like narration like they did in the oh, Knight's yeah. Quest. Yeah. Where, you know, Osriel was just talking to himself and I kind of hated it. I saw that they <laughs> were doing that and it's kind of rolled my eyes like, oh, okay, here we go again. And then slowly it started turning into somebody talking and then it turns into sinestro is the one that was narrating that was his narration and then he walks out yeah i'm like oh that was actually kind of i was i, I, I love when it's revealed that sinestro is narrating hell jordan's fall yeah <laughs> that is so because it, good it, it says the like i kind of ripped it off from my uh uh synopsis synopsis <laughs> now i i literally it started as a joke and, and no, your I brain has stop. your brain has <laughs> accepted stop. it. That's what happens. There's a, that is a psychological uh, thing. That's the, there's science neuro, behind that. Neuroplasticity, you <laughs> cruel mistress. Anyway, you heard it here first. Will's brain is a mistress. <laughs> that's not weird at all. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> you were saying oh, yeah, the narration um, and the. Because he talked about like how good Hal Jordan is, and then during the fight, he's like, "Ah, you ain't crap, son." And then he got his. That's also a direct quote. You ain't crap, son. (laughs) (laughs) It's my redneck interpretation. I can. I've never pictured Sinestro as a redneck. (laughs) That's that's pretty. Now you are. That's kind of a a tangent topic. But have you guys seen like the? uh, ghetto justice league videos that disruptor is here. i have not i, don't I haven't seen about. this either after this is over we gotta pull it up because it is so funny uh it's basically we're, if, we're not uh, endorsing this until we watch it 
Well, at least two of us aren't. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah. So. <laughs> You're talking about suit lights. No, before that. I don't remember. Yeah, neither. Did. Oh, power <laughs> batteries. Power We're batteries. talking about recharging. Oh, yeah. So. The, the actual, <laughs> the green lantern. So, the yes, the green lantern, the battery. So, they have that. And just so you guys understand the idea of green lantern, the big central power battery on Oa that he goes into to take all the power, that powers all of their little power batteries. Okay. And then when they put their rings to the battery and say the oath, it recharges the ring from the battery. So, dumb technical question. Oh, no, science. If you can wirelessly charge... (laughs) battery why can't you just wirelessly charge the rings i think they almost implied that well so that lore is from later and there is a reason but okay. i'm not gonna go into it i'll go into it Ooh. you don't have to go into any of it just be like there's a reason we will get I'm to pretty it sure i'm pretty sure there is a reason they can charge their rings off that central battery though well sure it's i mean it I makes those, sense so the, the, the green lantern energy. always gets me all choked up when like whenever they do like a siege of Oa and they're all backed up and like they're losing and things are going wrong and the enemy's coming and then they all turn and they say the oath as one lantern core at the battery. I always get like goosebumps. <laughs> there you go. There that's, is something that's about a, like, That's a very real side of Chris when he, Oh no, I'll cut it happen- out. <laughs> I think that that's happens a, to a lot of people though. Like uh beautiful moments. Yeah, Goosebumps. Where, I'm where, gonna literally beep where, that. <laughs> I figured. Where people, uh, you know, when everyone's saying something in unison and it kind of like resonates with you almost, uh-huh. kind of like triggers. That's you why. A bit. That's Green Lantern just resonates with me. That's there a harmonic. As somebody frequency. with no yeah. willpower, I love reading about people who you have, have no it. willpower. I have it. He well, has all of will. the willpower. Uh, I have little willpower. Little will no. <laughs> That's that sounds like a totally different thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you both moderately liked it. Obviously, I love it. I'm not going to talk about it other than just saying, yeah, I enjoyed reading this. This is one of the few things. So we've now read two things, right? That I have read before. because yes. I had read Flashpoint years back. So, and I had read Emerald Twilight a long time ago. I don't really want to disrupt your train of thought, but I do want to know who the heck the little blue guy gave the ring to at the very end. His name is Kyle Rayner, and he is maybe my favorite Green Lantern. Okay, so it is a different person. Yeah. Like, he didn't travel back in time no, and no, do no, something no. stupid. It's Kyle. No. I was he was confused. the one that was sitting with his girlfriend yeah. on the, on, on the I, beach when they saw the shooting star. Yeah. Yes, but I, I mean... Okay. And because he saw Hal Jordan fly away. Right. It was green. So his name's Kyle. It was going the wrong way. And he's the Green Lantern that's in the JLA series that it, that's really good. All but right. Cool. Um, that's all yeah. you need to tell me. I'm he's good. awesome. I wonder. He is ultimately. Here's the thing. Hal Jordan is the greatest Green Lantern ever. Yeah, they keep saying that. No, they he, beca- he becomes it again. Oh. And, um, so he gives the power back. But Kyle Rayner is the greatest lantern ever. Do you want to so know? Do you Kyle actually... Rayner's a different color? I mean, there are other colors. I've heard. I'm not going to tell if, you nothing. If you, uh, <laughs> if you play the I haven't. Uh, Justice League fighting game, 
Injustice? Injustice. Uh, oh, yeah. They are... In Injustice 2, you can actually change equipment and you can make Hal Jordan any of the colors. Yeah. That's true. Fun. Um, so do you want to know what happens to Parallax's power? I'm sure we'll get to it. Oh, I do remember. We talked about Parallax and what that is. Yeah. So we're not going to mention it. Anyway. I, I, I wondered after seeing that this scene This just on makes the me want to read the run so bad. We'll get there. Seeing the scene on the beach with months. the uh, with Kyle Rayner and his girlfriend, like if he hadn't seen Hal Jordan, did like did him seeing that? What wish did he make on that? You know, shooting star that he wouldn't be broken, lame. He's just an artist, man, starving artist. Oh, he said his wish. What? Yeah, that he wants to get out of that town, right, or something, something like, like that. that. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, he wants to see more. So, like, yeah. did that? somehow trigger something in him emotionally that drew little blue guy to Gambit. Him. His name is Gambit. <laughs> little Never. blue. Little blue is from a different thing, okay? I said little blue guy. Little blue is a twinkling little lady who She's big becomes now. a yeah. not all the time. If she doesn't um, want to help with things, she gets tiny. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Somebody would show up at work be like, hey, could you come out and help me with this? And just shrink down and be like, I can't. I'm sorry. Twinkle, twinkle. I don't know what happened. Chime, chime. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did finally finish that book. Anyway, we have to mention oh. Will White. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we do have to we mention Will White. We are a comic White. book book Will club. Will White. Come on. But we have uh, Will White undertones. <laughs> so you say Will White undertones? That's the... For obvious reasons. He has got a great name. Wow. It's a li- uh, alliterative? I'll- Will White. Yeah, yeah. WW. Not that- everything that's WW is alliterative. No. I know what no, you're like, trying to yeah. say. I understand. Names, names that both start with the same letter. Like Christopher Beep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's CB. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Or Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Right. Oh, there you go. Peter Parker. Yeah. Alliterative names. I almost say altruitive names, but I'm like, that's no. not even that's not even what it is. And it's not alliterative names. It's not? What no, is it? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think you're right. I have no Why idea. are we talking about this? You are the disruptor. <laughs> anyway. I'm so did I <laughs> Did you guys have a favorite scene? I think I already said mine. Did you? Uh, the reveal of Sinestro. Oh, as, as the narrator. As the narrator and scene. when he kind of walks out. I mean, I didn't want to cut us villain. off. Are we still talking about aspects of the story? Like, was there... I mean, I, I got through all the things I wanted to talk about. That's what, You're like, I didn't know people. The story's pretty short. And if I would have known what was going on, I might have cared more. You know what's interesting is the people who had been long-term Green Lantern fans got super upset about this. Oh, I'm sure. Because <laughs> they were like, no, he's not the bad guy. Like, they watched him kill all of these characters that they'd read for years and years and years. And they were like, no, no. Well, he, he kills two people, I think, officially. You want to know what I think? Three? When he... All of these Green Lantern? your ring off in space. What's keeping you alive, Will? They say in the comic that he left them enough power to get back or out or if something. he didn't take the battery at the center. Right. The battery at the center, kind of. Then again, I, it doesn't they, continually transmit power. 
They're not going to be able to recharge. It might have back then. They said, I, if you take this power, it's going to take everybody's power. Because it pulls it all back. He takes it back. Man, I just don't there understand are literally the technology. No, there are no... It's more of like a broadcast signal than it is like... Then why at, do they even need the battery? It should just... just uh, if it was broadcasting Pat, constantly, they might... Pat, why do they have to recharge it. it? You can watch movies and not care. Stop caring. I just want rules, dang it. Maybe there were rules. You've only read three issues. <laughs> there are no rules. Keep I'm, your shirt on. There's there one rule. There's one rule. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, people were really, really upset about it. We're upset about him turning villain. I just I just like so, my rules, all right? Then look up the rules, but don't spoil story parts for yourself. Google, what are? Don't no, Google stop no, that. Stop. You are a, you're disrupting. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, did the you have any closed. other parts you wanted to... <laughs> the way is shut. <laughs> did Anything else? Anything. No? Uh, I remember back in the day when we were talking about this, I thought you had told me that they weren't, al- the ring wouldn't let them actually kill anyone. Correct, it has safeguards in place. And he did it anyway. But then it kind of Just breaks. against him. The only one he outright killed was Kilwog. Yeah, because I thought, I, I had that in my head, because when he fights Sinestro, he kills him by snapping his neck. He doesn't use the ring. No. He right. kills Kilowog. And then Kilowog shows up, and then he kills him with the ring. I, I thought it was a hard rule that the ring itself well, here's the wouldn't thing. let you. I don't know if the ring always had that rule or if it's put in when they reestablish the core. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. If I, it was post I know Hal I'm Jordan supposed to be rule? the fan, but that might be the, the Jordan protocol. <laughs> it would make sense. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? There's all, Oh, man, there's so many things I want to talk about that you guys don't know about that I want to... Eventually, we're going to have such good talks about this. We're That's having a good one right now, but it'll be even better. Just wait. I don't really have a favorite scene. I mean... You didn't have a part that like you liked a little bit more than I the rest? I don't think so. No? I, it was all, I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, yeah. let me pose this question to you, Pat. If sure. you had just walked out of a door, and then a little blue <laughs> man walks out and gives you a ring... Mm-hmm. Would you put it on? No, it probably wouldn't fit. And you got some big old sausage fingers I do have on big you. old sausage What fingers. if their rings work like the one in Lord of the Rings? You know, when... In then the, I would turn invisible. No, no. <laughs> and insane. <laughs> and insane. Well, that's what There's... happened to Hal Jordan, isn't it? <laughs> well, it wasn't fuzz because of the ring. Oh, that look on his face <laughs> says that he, you are wrong. I must be. Stop. I can't. <laughs> I've known you for too long. I know what that look on your face means. Uh, because there have been right times now. you and I know something, and then somebody will say something, <laughs> and it'll be exactly wrong, and you will make the face he just made. So. But you have to talk right, about it. For right now, you might not think it has anything to do with the ring. <laughs> so, all right. But anyway, I would definitely put it on. Because. <laughs> Kyle Rayner lives in a world where he has seen superheroes. He's seen it. And aliens. He just saw on the news that a city was blown up by an alien. (laughs) And so if a little blue man in a dress, because that's what he says. They're like robes, but he goes, 
it's clear that that homeless man also just saw a little blue man in a dress. <laughs> Which is why we've been calling him a little blue man. But anyway, if a little blue man in a dress, if I went into an alleyway outside of a club where I've been dancing with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and a little blue man showed up and said, you're the last hope of the universe, take this, I'd be like, I've seen enough sci-fi to know that I'm either going to get a cool starfighter or superpower. That's right. And I'm gonna put that thing on. I, I, I would. I think I would hope for the Starfighter one. I know you'd want spaceships. I know. I was just gonna say. Hey, Pat here's Lo- something. Are you ready, Pat? Yeah. With a Green Lantern ring, uh-huh. you could make any spaceship you wanted, as long as you had the willpower. Oh, I would. I'd be uh-huh. like, Will, you're powering this. Oh, let's go. <laughs> We're making the Enterprise. <laughs> No, it's I, going to be an enterprise. Yes, yeah. It We're going to take people out on cruises <laughs> through space. We're going to sell tickets. It's going to be it's amazing. Commercial. I'm going to go to. Wasn't each the of number the Star one Trek rule actors. that was mentioned is that you can't use the ring for, for personal, personal gain? And right. Will's already trying to market with it. So we can. Loophole. He's turning it into a business. We can loophole that <laughs> if we make it a charity. Well. For the tax code, we'll, such it'll a villain. be a charity, so it's not personal gain, but, but you know, we can get around Invite all of the Star Trek actors. My, my Put favorite. Put them on each of their Enterprise, or on each of their ships. Oh, like. <laughs> okay. And just have a photo op. Listen, for charity. You, for charity. You're like, mostly because I want to have that opportunity. <laughs> that would be great. So, um, okay, so your favorite scene was you didn't have one. Right. Best scene. And your favorite scene is the reveal of the narrator. Of Sinestro, yes. Yeah. I really feel like. Although, uh, technically, it, it your is... other favorite scene is when he emerges as Parallax. That is true. It's third honorable mentions yeah <laughs> is the part where he's fighting the the woman warrior Bodica. yeah and she says ah oh, this ring is like a weapon it might as well be part of my hand and he's he says oh all right then so he makes a sword and he chops the hand off yeah, but you don't see brutal. it until the last he's flying away and you see a hand floating in but space do, but you do see a big blood splash and in you that see panel a big blood splash yeah yeah. He takes the ring. I feel like... So when she comes back in the I run think, that's like decades later... I think I figured it out. She doesn't have a hand. And she projects her weapons where her hand would be. There's three issues that we read. Yeah. It really feels like I came in in the end of it's the, the climax, action right? movie. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It does, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no like Green Lantern lead up to this. Like The stuff that he was doing before this isn't like what leads into it. This is just, you want to know something interesting that I read about this that I thought I would share? That the this is not what it was supposed to be. The writer at the time on the series was being taken off of the series. And this climax for Hal Jordan and them introducing Kyle Rayner, Hal was not supposed to lose it. And he was supposed to be the hero in the end. He was actually supposed to stay good. And the execs at DC were like, nah, ratings are bad. But issue, issue purchasing is down. We're taking the comic in another direction. And they were like, we're turning him bad. Dang. Yeah. It was, of course, it would be a board of executives. Actually, it was like the main editor, I think. I think it was the guy in charge at the time. Um, so 
they just were like, nope, we're changing it. There's going to be a single Green Lantern. We're getting rid of this whole core thing, which had been going on for decades. Um, like, in the beginning, Hal Jordan was kind of by himself a lot, but then they would introduce new characters. In the 80s, they have the, a big thing called the Green Lantern Core comic series um, that goes on for like 50 issues or something like that. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Professor Chris is coming out. (laughs) Professor Chris is just talking about Green Lantern. Uh, Things he's excited about. It's true. My favorite scene, I really like his fight with Sinestro. I like that a lot. Um, But also when Kilowog shows back up when he thinks he beat him. And he's like, oh, okay. Bam. Like, it starts giving him a a bit of a beatdown. Now, I think that the reason the rings were able to kill Kilowog, by the way, um, even if they had a non-lethal level he had 10 rings when he fought him he didn't take him off till sinestro right right Uh, or did he take it off no he didn't he didn't because then because sinestro's like whoa you're gonna come in with a handicap oh so you'll never know if you could have really beat me because we both know you couldn't but did kilowog show up uh, Before he, he beat, Sinestro came I think, out, I think after Sinestro Kilowog showed back up. Is that what it was? After he snapped his necks? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. So he, he did only he, have his he did one only ring have by the then. One. You're right. And yeah. Because at the I'm end, wrong. before he goes Kilowog back up to the. Uh, hmm. So why didn't Kilowog grab his ring? They were just right. on the ground. <laughs> Plot holes. But because uh, he wanted to physically give him a beat down. <laughs> yeah. After after he's he, a big dude. After Hal Jordan kills Kilwog, fun sentence to say, uh, he takes the last ring off and he's like, yeah. I don't deserve this anymore, which yeah, shows that's he's what still because it it's his friend. He's it was not, somebody he respected. At yeah, that his point. mentor, really, like one of them. It was Sinestro, his trainer. He trained him on how to how to be a lantern. Yeah. And then Sinestro kind of took over from. Yeah, Sinestro was his actual mentor before he became a bad guy. Well, he would... Which shows that Hal wasn't completely lost, that he still had some sense of honor because he understood that... Yeah, he just lost his crap. (laughs) It's like he chose to do what he did. He wasn't... It wasn't out of blind rage or blind anything. He was still completely in control of himself because he, he says, you know, I am undeserving of this anymore takes it off, throws it down, and he's like, JK, I'm going to take the whole thing for myself. But, yeah. I think what he meant was, I'm no longer worthy to be called a Green Lantern. Yeah. Gotta and then he the took the ring off. Changed the Now I'm going to become the Lantern. Parallax. They don't say it in that, they but they do name, name it. They, they next, no time they talk name of, next time they talk about him in the comics, that's his name. Parallax. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls himself. He's a big villain. The entire Justice League has to fight him at one point. That's fun. Yep. All of them. They all fight so, Hal Jordan. Parallax yep. sounds like a laxative. It really does. No, I just think it just sounds like something in geometry. Something that you do before you parachute out of an airplane. <laughs> parallax. Just parallax, guys. Take big, deep <laughs> just, breaths. I mean, take big, deep parallax. Parallax. Uh, did you have a favorite character? Any, any character that you just enjoyed? I know you didn't know. No, kind of, you know, vanished. Actually, (laughs) Sinestro actually is probably my favorite character. Yeah, ditto. Yeah? Same. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I can't really root for the guy who's just killing his friends. Yeah, it'd be kind of wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Even as a villain, it's too far. Well, (laughs) to kill your friends. Yeah. It's good to know, right, Pat? Yeah, it is good to know. (laughs) 
<laughs> Get on Will's good side. Yeah. So. Wow. That's what was a, that? That's a diesel. That was crazy. Diesel truck. Um. Yeah, my favorite character would be. Uh, who would my favorite character be? I liked. I like Kilowog. Like anytime he shows up. He was I'm going to pick one. Kilowog only because I'm, I wanted to give another mention. I could have probably said Sinestro or Hal. I still, he was still almost my favorite. I think his downfall just is interesting. I think you just wanted to say Kilowog. One more I time. think Kilowog. I, I think for us, like, <laughs> hey, poozer. Kilowog is a strong name. I think for Pat and I, our lack of emotional attachment to any of the other characters uh, kind of deflates our ability to care actually like, like them. say like oh this is my absolute favorite character because we only had three issues with any of them something else that's kind of cool is they're really intentional on the series that comes later to basically bring back and use like each of those characters they're all like main supporting cast members so you say girl that got a hand chopped off comes back yeah which means she survived which means he didn't kill all the people in comes back dude <laughs> But he did that when she was in space, which means she survived that. Here's the thing. When they bring people back, it's after. Never mind. It doesn't matter what happened to them before. It it kind of felt like that because it's kind of like, how how are these people alive? This is why I like rules. Stop it. Okay. Speaking of which. You read comics. There are no rules. Just right. Did anybody have a least favorite scene? A part that you just were like, eh. I mean, it didn't have a lot th- th- going on. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I can't say I had a least favorite either. Like you said, it was just like a wham bam. Wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> that was yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I guess my least I favorite s- was every time he killed somebody. Oh, my least favorite was any time I had to listen to the stupid Guardians talk. Yeah, like, they kept I just do re- not like these guys. They're my least favorite characters. <laughs> I'm I was wondering say at now. one point. They're my least favorite. Men. As much as I want to say Hal Jordan because he he turns evil. No, no, you're not supposed to be rooting for him. He they but them those dumb little guardians of the galaxy. Okay, they're actually called like what are, what are what is their title? I'm told protectors of the universe. No, it's like uh, guardians of the universe or something like that. They're yeah. called guardians. The Guardians. Guardians, protectors of the universe. Uh, yeah. Um, know, the Emerald City part was kind of weird. I was, I, when he was, was making the city again? I was with Pat being like, is he talking to himself? I'm pretty sure this is just his subconscious talking to him at this point in time because of the whole delusional fantasy thing. Yeah, it wasn't explained to me, so I was just like, eh, I'll take it, what it is, as it is. And I'll so there ask you go. People. That was your least favorite part because it, yeah. it needed more. It needed rules. Yeah. Structure Steve. <laughs> I really feel like if they would have just waited, oh, I don't know, five seconds, none of that would have happened. If who would have waited five seconds? The Guardians. Or gave him five more seconds. So his dad could tell him he was proud of him. And then that was it. Oh, well, that is when his ring ran out of power because he recharged it with Ganthet's projection, which also is not something that usually happens. I'm telling you. His will was strong, okay? He had Jim Will. Jim Will. Yeah. Jim Will. Swole. Swole Will. Swole Will. He had Swole So, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like if the guy was like, all right, yeah, five more seconds, it's fine. Just do what you need to do real quick. 
for mental health, you know? The right. problem is he was committed to being like, no, my city's coming back. But it never actually will. I feel like he wasn't. He was only committed to that once they denied him it. That's because he's a rebel. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. And on that note, ratings. Wait. Yes. Did you have a least favorite character? I said oh. mine. Rating. I mean. Definitely uh new guy. Kyle? No. Uh new there's guy. a new guy. There's a new Green Lantern that shows up and all he produces is a gun and Hal Jordan oh, says Chance or whatever his name was. Jack Chance or Jack whatever. Chance. See, I thought you would like him because he's like a almost like a gunslinger. <laughs> I was like, but oh look. Everybody else is doing cool stuff and he just makes a gun and Hal makes fun of Dude, him. Dude, he didn't really you just made a gun. But then he, well, had he said weird... you're gonna use a gun. I don't I know it was green, but I looked at it and I kinda looked at the panels. And I'm I pretty sure that wasn't a construct. Like I don't think, yeah, because it had that was a, just a oh, it wasn't sticker. green. It was just a normal gun, right? It was green. Was it green? It, dark green? It yes. had it had a weird sticker on the side of it that was not green. Yeah, I don't. It was so, a literal gun. In my head, I was I was thinking, I don't know how does that sticker get? Does he conjure it constantly and there's just like decal you, it? They or? can do that. Kyle creates all kinds of stuff being an artist, but it's yeah. all green. <laughs> so it's in the name what about you did you have a least favorite Hal because he was killing his friends no <laughs> Hal's father oh yeah because he was a jerk kind of no. no he was a big old jerk he's like you know what I like these two kids better than this one kid the kid that's most like me right mm. Mm. that's true he was a jerk that is my least favorite character that makes sense because you don't like bullies and that's kind of a bully dad I move I really do not like bullies bullies are the worst and they need to get help true true okay so there we go will i'm trying to rush it through i know it, there it wasn't a robust reading it was just something that's in the history of green lantern yeah i mean this was a good uh sneak peek at something we want to do later on yeah the the so, whole um how jordan going crazy and being a bad guy for a while is a big plot point to the beginning of the second series or the next big series yeah which is something we, you know we want to do as our next continuous thing so not our next well one, not next but but eventual eventual. Definitely eventual eventual continuous so out of five stolen power rings Ooh. i don't know are we cutting any of these power rings in half i mean he did we definitely one, see so saw one did. get crushed right, so, so yeah okay you guys can give your normal I'm point whatever say three and a half Makes sense. Ooh, I was going to go solid three. Oh, man. I should have started you on a different one. Dang it. I wish that they would have had that other one available. You would have liked it better. That was my point. You would have liked the other one better. But this I did as a preparatory storyline. <laughs> All right. This was like reading homework, so it should be <laughs> three. I'm going to give it a five because I, I know what it means to me. And to the bigger universe of Green Lantern. Um, and I, feel I, like I love it anyway. <laughs> your, your rating carries more weight. Like we, you know, three and a half. It doesn't. Three, but because it's, this, it's, is a, this is a book club. And you guys are coming from what you know 
and that's the book of, reread. That's kind of why it, it's less because if you just read this story, you know, we don't have any context, but you've read a lot of it, so you have more context so you know. I would almost say that makes your opinion for this story as a standalone, though, way more valid. Because mm, mine's, based, mine's I, based on the wider knowledge, where yours yeah, is solely based on I'm, what you read. I'm agreeing with Chris on this one. No, our, but, our but our, are more valid based on this story alone. No, but it's a shallow interpretation. Like, we, we, we've seen but the But that's surface. not our fault. We've seen the top of the iceberg. He knows the bottom. And I'm there's not more, disagreeing there's with a, you. There's more at the bottom of the iceberg than the top of the iceberg. But I still think our ratings are probably going to line up a lot more with our listener rating. Yes. I contact they us. Haven't also contact us at Logbrad. the rest of the... At guyswithissues.com. So you can tell us whether you agree with me, <laughs> the villain, or with the Chris. others. Chris so. and Pat, because you guys are against me. I hard stance disagree. This is <laughs> So I've always had this same discussion about the movie Avengers, the very first one, where you get to see them all fight together against the Chitauri at the end. And I've always told people, if you don't watch Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, you're going to watch Avengers and you're going to be like, it was okay, because you're not going to know who Loki is. You're not going to know who any of the characters are as characters. You're not going to go know what the Tesseract is, but you're going to watch it and you're going to go, it was kind of cool to watch them fight and there were some cool parts, but I don't really understand what was going on. And because I know somebody that didn't see Thor, so he didn't know about Loki or any of that stuff. And he was just kind of like, yeah, it was okay. Like, did I, why? Actually, the first thing he said was, why couldn't the Hulk pick up Thor's hammer? Because they establish in Thor, you have to be worthy. He hadn't watched Thor when he saw Avengers. And so he was like, don't know who the bad guy is or his motivations or anything. And I don't know why that guy couldn't pick up the hammer. He was pretty strong. And so they they actually kind of tangent. They hinted that uh, Captain America was going to use the hammer in. Oh, in Ultron. Age of Ultron. Was it Ultron? I couldn't remember which. Yeah, when it's sitting on the coffee table, they all try to pick it up. And and it wiggles. Right. It wiggles. But. but anyway, I think this is that kind of a thing. If you have no background, you're going to read it and you're going to go, eh, it was okay. Yeah. Um, I it, agree. Had, it had some cool artwork. The fights were, were creative at times. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that yeah. it should have been really impactful, but you were like, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> I think that was important. I guess it's impactful. So we didn't even yeah. get a 10. We didn't even get 10 whole power rings. We're not going to be able to fight Hal Jordan. <laughs> we had we had or no you both gave threes and i gave a five so So we had 11 and a half we had 11 and a half sorry i forgot you guys gave it that high in my brain it was lower it gave it like a three for the two of you (laughs) but yeah Um, i mean considering we both can understand at this point based off of our limited experience with comics that there is more to the story we simply don't know so i think we do credit it oh for Oh, I didn't mean know. to. No, yeah, I didn't mean to ahead. cut you off. Just, but I almost forgot to share that the Kyle Rayner run. So Kyle Rayner's in that same era that the Tim Drake run was during, and the Nightwing run and things like that. So he's a character that I think you guys would like because he's kind of along with that Nightwing Tim Drake kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but also, there's a term in media now called like fridging the girlfriend or fridging yeah, the girl. So I've heard that, yeah. Okay, that's from Green Lantern. 
that's actually in the Kyle Rayner run. Uh, there, that is where the term originates from. That's fun. Yeah, thought you might find that interesting. Almost forgot to share it. So, what but. were you saying, Will? I don't. I I, I was finished basically with my thoughts. Yeah, Wait. I cut his like last two words off. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> it does matter. Fridging the girlfriend kind of makes sense because in Night Quest, Robin does do that to his girlfriend basically. No, unless I'm he misinterpreting. Doesn't. Nope, he does not. Unless I'm misinterpreting. Not like unless, I'm, I'm, not I'm, unless I'm he a, murders her and shoves her in a refrigerator for somebody uh, to find later. <laughs> so we're going full serial killer fridging. Yeah, um, I hope Tim Drake doesn't do that. I thought this was more of like a metaphorical putting her on the back burner kind of no, thing. Not it's not giving her the love. cold shoulder. It's literally shoving her into a refrigerator. Yeah, doing the old you know, Walt Disney method. What? He froze himself cryogenically. Oh, okay. I was like, I yeah, I was like, he did that. He was, oh. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, no. Uh, so you guys next don't want to talk about cryogenics issue. We're I was talking sh- about. disruptor. You man, I used to be the one that would be the problem. <laughs> uh, you're it's, not a problem, Will. It's the you're drinks. not a. You're, <laughs> you start I putting, like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Good content for you. It is. <laughs> the drinks, I mean. They're good oh, content yeah, yeah. for you. <laughs> I mean, people would hard disagree that alcohol is good content for you. But as far as, you know, entertainment value, it definitely increases. Social lubricant. There we go. So, uh, next issue, we are going to talk about Night's End, the conclusion of the Nightfall Saga. We get to see what happens with Bruce and Asriel and Robin and all those folks. Yes. So. Every last one of them. Every last one of them folks. You know, I was thinking, we we try to use this, the word folks, but our music <laughs> intro is not, why. it's not folk music. It's not. Dude, I say folks naturally. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> If we use the word folks, it would be a funny inside joke if we had folk music for the intro and outro. You know yeah. what? You know, I'm good. I'm, I'm not, not going to. Uh, no. I'm not going to tell you guys, but one of these times, you're going to upload an episode and you're going to go to listen back to it and go, what the crap intro music is that? <laughs> I listen to them before I upload them. Well, shoot, oh, my joke well, will never get past him. He is the gatekeeper. I mean,. <laughs> It could still get past me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, anyway. And on that so, note. Yeah. I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And you've been listening to Guys With Issues. Dum, da, da, dum. You can find Guys With Issues. <laughs> you can catch the new issue of guys with issues each week on spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts or check out our website at guyswithissues.com where you can listen find reading lists to follow along and get to know us better send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next we would love to hear from our listener oh man
The only one not cracked open. The only one cracked in the head, though. Ah, that's not true. I mean, maybe the most cracked. What do you think, Pat? So it's pretty good. Oh, this... I thought you meant if I was the most cracked. I thought you were asking him. No. 